Huge here. I want to thank you for jumping on our podcast. Spread the word. Just tell everybody to search The Huge Show wherever they download podcasts. And also, get ready for the Super Bowl. Get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew. They're one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state. And Josh and his team are based in downtown Grand Rapids at the Dorn Mayhew West Michigan office. Thursdays on the Huge Show are presented by Dorn Mayhew. We are back live across Michigan, 19 radio stations strong for the one close to where you live. Travel, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Niners, Sunday, 6.30 p.m. You can join me at the Garage Bar in Ada. It's a really cool place. They have a location, downtown GR on Ottawa. I'll be out there. $2 drafts, $3 well drinks, great food. I'm going to get there early, watch the Chiefs and the Ravens Sunday at 3 at the Garage Bar in Ada. Downtown Ada, can't miss it. Garage Bar on Ottawa if you're in the downtown GR area. Join me. Okay, Lions, Niners, kickoff at 6.30. First game, Mahomes versus Jackson. How do you miss that one? We're going to talk about the Lions and the Niners. End of this broadcast, Lomas Brown, former Lion, member of the Lions Radio Network. Each and every week, Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew present Inside the Lions and the NFL will break down the championship game. They'll also drop their huge opinions on Harbaugh. The era is over. King James Harbaugh now shall wear the crown of the Los Angeles Chargers. I have mixed emotions on this. Not one single negative towards Harbaugh. Not one. He did everything he was hired to do. It didn't go as smooth or as quick as planned, but he dropped three straight Big Ten titles, three straight wins over the Buckeyes, three straight college football playoff appearances, including a natty in Houston. What's up, Houston? We don't have a problem. And you know what Michigan did along the way during this march towards the top of college football? Ward Manuel cut his pay in half. He wanted him to take another job. Not in college football, but go to the NFL. And when there were the reports that Harbaugh had told people he was leaving and cleaned out his desk, Ward Manuel already had potential candidates listed, and that Minnesota thing blew up. And Harbaugh almost had to beg to come back. And then this year, the University of Michigan cowered down and kissed the ring of the hypocrites 
from the kingdom of the NCAA. And they suspended Harbaugh, a self-imposed sanction on their own head coach. And you know what Harbaugh did? He took it like a man. He showed leadership. And then Connor Stallions came, which, by the way, has CMU or Michigan State identified who was that guy on the sidelines. Has any new information come out from all of these butt-kissing, agenda-driven college football national reporters? No. But Harbaugh and that team, even with Harbaugh going for that late three-game suspension, the way the Big Ten jumped in like they never have, we all knew what their mission was. For last night to come to fruition, that Harbaugh would move on to the NFL because he was a proponent of players sharing in the revenue. That Harbaugh stood on his own ground for what he believed in, whether it was marching at a pro-life rally in D.C. or marching with his players that Black Lives Matter. For some reason, and the only way I can explain it when it comes to Ward Manuel, who has watched great coach after great coach leave under his watch, and remember, he didn't. It was Hackett who got the deal done with Harbaugh, not Manuel. I still don't understand how after they won another Big Ten title, knowing that the NFL would be calling, that Michigan didn't drop the complete deal. Oh, well, we were working on it. Yeah, you got holidays. We're working on it. No, have a deal done. But this is the same school that cut his pay in half. This is the same school that just suspended him to start this past season. What loyalty or allegiance did Harbaugh have to anybody in that administration, even though he liked Santa Ono, and especially Ward Manuel? And then when you read like the Wolverine.com reports that Harbaugh, to agree to a deal, wanted an arbitration three-member panel to be able to decide his fate, not Ward Manual, that told you everything you needed to know. That we already knew. But we're like, why would, why would Manuel want to run off Harbaugh? Because Harbaugh did it his way. That was part of the end with the Niners in San Francisco. And maybe why it took a little bit longer to get that deal done, because I guarantee Harbaugh wanted everything in writing, that the trust factor is out the window with Jim Harbaugh on any contract or handshake deal ever again in his life. And now the biggest question for Michigan isn't Sharon Moore stepping in and being the next head coach. Will that 30-day window when other teams can poach Michigan players under the guise of NIL, which is basically... Pay to come play for us. That, to me, will be the most important 30 days in modern Michigan football history. Because they already lost a lot, led by J.J. 
they have a defense that will be good enough for this team, I think, to be 9-3. and three. He will be what quarterback? But if their starters are rated, poached, by opposing teams under the heading of NIL payments, which are pay-to-play, but we're going to focus on Harbaugh on a hamburger. We're going to focus on violating contact because a kid had leukemia or COVID, which was the wild, wild west. But Ohio State can roll out $13 million under NIL. Have you seen any of the ads these players are doing? They must be all over TV, billboards, and radio in Columbus or the state of Ohio. Which, by the way, one good thing the state of Ohio did, their Senate and their House overrode a veto by their governor and biological men will not be allowed to play biological female sports in the state of Ohio. Good for them. That and Cedar Point are about the only two good things on my list right now. Go talk to Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. Their team has been all over everything. University of Michigan, what an unbelievable season that not as capped off by the national championship, but by Harbaugh moving on to the L.A. Chargers. Chris, how you doing? Man, tired, Bill, but, uh, you know, this is January. So we're kind of uh, we're kind of used to this. You know what I'm saying? I've never heard that, Jimuary. Yeah. That, that's awesome, yeah. Chris. Did you come up with that yourself? I did, but yeah, I'm really proud of that one. So uh, it's crazy. You know what? Yesterday we we uh, we were talking to our sources uh, in the administration, and they said we are giving Jim everything he wants. And um, you know what? We're excited about this. And in fact, one was on the way to meet him. Thought at Schembechler Hall. In fact, we had three people that told us they were planning on meeting with Harbaugh at Schembechler Hall, and it turned out that he stayed in Los Angeles and uh, was completing the deal there. But they were ready to make their final pitch to them. And then he had some guys uh, you know, talking to NIL with him from the champion circle that were going to get him involved and up to speed if he came back. But obviously that didn't happen. So, and you know, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't think there's anything they could have done to keep him. Uh, no, the relationship with Ward Manuel is not good. Uh, and I guess the other side of it, Bill, is that Michigan would say that the terms kept changing and that maybe they weren't negotiating in good faith. Don Yee, the, um, his agent and, uh, because Jim always wanted to go back to the NFL, and I believe that. I really do. I think he wants that Super Bowl. Uh, that does not mean that there's not some blame here. If you look at what's happened at Michigan now, uh, you've lost the best baseball coach, one of the best baseball coaches in the country, one of the best basketball coaches in the country, one of the best football coaches in the country, and they've all left with bad tastes in their mouth. So uh, something's got to change there, Bill, because that should not be happening in a place like Michigan. Uh, Michigan, I got the last-minute negotiating – it wasn't a ploy. It, to me, it was Harbaugh in his heart and not sure where he wanted to go. Yes, the Lombardi dream of winning it all in the NFL is there, just like it was at the college level until they beat Washington. But to me, you know, you you go work this out. He had that, not downtime. I know they're preparing for Alabama and the Rose Bowl, but it just for everything that was accomplished the last three years, yeah. and, and Santa Ono stepped in and was very supportive Nothing really fit that everybody was on the same page at Michigan. No, uh, and that's the thing, and you've got to change that, right? If that's the situation, and, and then you've, something needs to change. And I've said that. The athletic department has been behind on NIL. The athletic department has been behind with the, the contract for Jim. In fact, he said in October, I've been asking for three and a half years, you know, yeah, I want a new contract. 
type of thing. So, um, to me, it, it, you just can't. That doesn't work at Michigan. You can't be reactionary. You've got to be proactive. There's no reason. I had a guy that was down at Northwestern talking to, to uh, Boo Booey the other day, and he said the NIL program there is so much better structured than it is at Michigan right now. And he was talking about the opportunities that he got and how the athletic department was so supportive. And that's at Northwestern compared to a place like Michigan. He said it really kind of blew Michigan's away. Now they are making progress. I talked to Jared Wangler yesterday for a long time from the champion circle. They are getting more money. They did just hire a full-time fundraiser. So it's, it's starting to get to the point where it should be, but still behind. And that's not acceptable, man. Uh, when you've got, you're on top of the world here in football, right? And everybody wants it to continue. And let's be clear here. Michigan wasn't going to be the next Alabama. They were going to go 15 and 0 every year, but they could certainly be a playoff team. And they certainly can still be if it's Sharon Moore, as long as they get NIL in place and give him the support he needs. But at the same time, man, uh, again, this is Michigan and you should be on top and a leader in best, as they like to say. When Harbaugh won that second straight game over Ohio State on the road and another Big Ten title, there should have been a long-term deal then with a big buyout. Harbaugh is spooked from uh, the NFL before. He knows he has a loaded team coming back. He's not going to leave. He would have made the buyout big, and then it's Harbaugh leaving because there's a buyout, whatever it is. And after that second year, long before any of this garbage, yeah, there were the wins of the NCAA, whatever. But between the NCAA, between his own conference, between his own AD and school, uh, it wasn't a tough decision on that final day, which was yesterday, for Harbaugh to say, I'm going to take the Chargers gig. My biggest question is now that 30-day transfer portal window, and you wrote a story about it, at the Wolverine.com that I retreated, how many poachers will be there and how many Michigan players may take big money offers to go start for another school? That, to me, it, it, more I agree with you, quick fit. He earned his three-game trial, even though he didn't handle the week of preparations, but I give him credit. But where this program could take more of a hit than uh, losing hardball or not going after a so-called big name would be for this team to lose even more starters. Yeah, I agree. And they've got a lot of nice talent coming back, especially defensively. They don't have the depth that they would have had. But you're going to keep up the majority of these guys if Sharon Moore is the head coach. Now, we were told that there was going to be a 1 o'clock meeting today with Ward Manuel, and and we were told by people in the department that it'll be 7 to 10 days. Uh, They have to post the job, but Sharon Moore is going to be the guy, barring something completely unforeseen, and this is people directly involved in it. So, to me... Sharon Moore is, it's not just, okay, we're settling for this guy, but if you can go out there, for example, find me a guy like Urban Meyer or somebody like that who wants, said he wants to come, and then, of course, you're going to listen, right? But at this stage of the game, you've got the culture. You've got three Big Ten titles, three wins over Ohio State. You've got guys that want to play for Sharon Moore, guys that have won for Sharon Moore when he was the head coach here at Michigan for a while. This is the direction you go, and I think he's, it's not just that and about keeping the roster together, though, Bill. I do think he's got the potential for long-term success. And everybody we've spoken with has said the same thing. He's an up-and-comer. He works his butt off. Trevor Keegan said his dad has never seen anybody work harder than Sharon Moore. And this guy is going to be – people are trying to compare it to like Jawan Howard. It's apples to oranges. You've got a guy that helped build a program here and was a huge part of the culture that you have in place. 
Uh, and we've seen it work. Look at Tom Izzo following Jed Heathcote. Look at Lloyd Carr, uh, second to Gary Moeller following Bo Schembechler. So it's not like all of these are failures, as Colin Coward said today. It certainly has the potential to work, and I think it's a no-brainer that he should be the guy. I agree, uh, because if you go you know, grab a P.J. Fleck, let's just say, say I'm not saying he's the guy, or Brian Kelly in those reports a couple weeks ago, you risk losing that entire locker room uh, to the yep. transfer portal, right? A, B, you got it. You could have another Rich Rod-type situation. Brian Kelly, as a culture fit, would be terrible at Michigan, in my opinion, especially with, with what you've got there now. It's special, Bill. It is special, and, and Sharon Moore is a big part of that, and his assistant coaches are a big part of that. The thing that you have to do is set him up to succeed. You have to bring Ben Herbert back, and it sounds like they're doing everything they can to do that. You have to bring the assistant coaches back. I would throw a ton of money at Jesse Minner. It sounds like he wants to go to the NFL, and he probably will with Jim Harbaugh. But uh, if they made him the highest-paid defensive coordinator with some of that money they were going to give Jim Harbaugh, uh, give him something to think about. This guy is one of the best in the country, and right, leaders and best. I remember John Beeline telling me that, Michigan's basketball coach, when they were hemming and hawing on new basketball facilities, he said, look, you guys profess to be the leaders and best. Doesn't that apply to basketball, too? Don't go on the cheap. Uh, you've got football paying the bills for every other sport in, in your in your at your university, so do it right. And to me, that is what exactly needs to be done here to, to make sure that Sharon Moore is set up to succeed. Chris Ballas of the Wolverines.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, talking about the departure of Harbaugh. How many assistants do you think leave from this current staff? Yeah, I think right now um, most are assuming it's going to be Jesse Minter, who had NFL aspirations and interviewed with the Eagles last year and uh, talked to some people that I know before the year started, and they thought this would be his last year at Michigan because he's got that NFL dream. And then probably Jay Harbaugh as well, obviously Jim's son, who's done a great job here uh, at wherever he's coached, safety's coached, special teams especially, a uh, special guy. So... Um, if you can keep the rest of those guys there, if you can keep Kirk Campbell, his name was mentioned, but I think he's going to stick around. But uh, again, they've got to get contracts to these guys too. We've heard some rumblings that, okay, we're still waiting to hear what you're going to offer us to stay here because we're going to have opportunities as well. So they cannot be slow in this. And you've got to be, uh, frankly, this, this should have been all set up. You know, They should have been proactive knowing, hey, if there's a good chance that we're going to be losing Jim Harbaugh, then here's our next move and not waiting until it happens to make these decisions. And I think that's what drives a lot of people nuts about the athletic department uh, is that they move too slowly. And so hopefully it's in the works. Again, we heard there was a meeting today between Manuel and the team uh, at some point, and he's probably going to say Sharon's the guy. We just got to, you know, get things squared away. we got to wait the seven days or whatever. But um, to me now is the time that you can't wait. You, you know, these kids are, have decisions to make. They're being approached. I talked to Jared Wangler from Champion Circle yesterday. He said one of the kids was offered $800,000 the last time around. Another kid was offered $500,000 being tampered with. And he said that is the biggest problem that we are facing right now. And now the portal's open, so uh, you can't wait here. You've got to act quickly. And for the people screaming, why not hire more today or last night? There is a seven-day waiting period on posting the job per Michigan state law, correct? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, uh, and I talked to people about that today, and they said they were looking if they can get around you know, waivers or if there are exceptions to it or anything like that. So, But again, these are things that I would have wanted to have done before you lose Jim Harbaugh. In case, you know, knowing that there's a real possibility to hear that you're going to lose him, um, have your transition plan. 
And if you, there is a possibility to get a waiver, then you can announce Sharon Moore 10 minutes later. He's the guy that Jim Harbaugh wants. It was going to be written into his contract at one point, people have told us. So, um, you know what? Get your ducks in a row. So we'll see what happens here. But um, to me, uh, he's not some kind of a – you're not settling for this guy, in my opinion. To me, he makes the most sense uh, right now. If you had somebody out there, if you had A-list coaches right now that were willing to come here, that were – unicorns like Jim Harbaugh, then absolutely you go and look for them. But I think Sharon Moore is the guy, and I think he's got a chance to be successful. Yeah, this late in the game, though, uh, it is moving yep. as fast as you can to save that roster. When when does that transfer portal, the 30 days for current Michigan players, per the rule if a coach takes another job, did that open today? Yes, this morning is what we were told. Wow. So, yep, and uh, we know three guys that are you know being approached uh, – you know, it wouldn't surprise anybody. I'm not going to say the names, but it's not just them. As somebody at Champion Circle told me, you know, you, we got to keep the guys like uh, the Keon Sabs who are getting ready to be stars, not already stars, but getting ready to be or just ready to break out at safety. And uh, guys like Jaden McBurrows, who's going to be playing a big role at cornerback this year, who could really be a breakout candidate there. So it's not just keeping the, the A-list guys. you got to get the B-listers who are on the cusp of being A-list guys as well keep them happy. So that's what they're working on right now. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything with the transfer portal open for the next 30 days for current Michigan football players based on Harbaugh leaving Harbaugh. Now the head coach of the chargers, what assistance will go will more uh, get the job uh, a lot going on. Uh, that kind of makes you forget the national championship game was just a few weeks ago. It's crazy. It's how it works. Wolverine.com team is all over it. Chris, thanks for the update. Anytime, Billy. Thank you. All right, Chris Bell is joining us. John Borton, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com team on the end of the Harbaugh era coming up before the top of the hour. Our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. How do you think Michigan football will fare moving forward without Harbaugh? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan-based bank. At HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Also, for anybody looking to win a 1000 bucks to bet on the big game, the Super Bowl, courtesy of Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network, if you want to get into that drawing the Wednesday before the big game, the Super Bowl, text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. Text DraftKings to 21000. Must be 21 to enter. The winner will be announced on the huge show the Wednesday before the Super Bowl, and you could score a 1000 bucks to wager on the big game. Just text DraftKings as one word to 21000. To all the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. 
over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Get big savings on Eckridge smoked sausage links for $1.99, heads of lettuce for 99 cents each, and arm and hammer liquid laundry detergent for $2.99. Get Meyer super sale deals in store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer super sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dress Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Leonard Skinner and CC Tom. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now they're going crazy. The Lions are America's team. So if you want to connect with the official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, the DraftKings Sportsbook, here's what new customers need to do. If you want to get in on that Lions-Niners action for Sunday night, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Bet five bucks on the Lions-Niners or the Chiefs and the Ravens, and you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay every playoff game day. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers then can bet 5 bucks on the Lions and Niners, Chiefs, or the Ravens, and you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800 270 
800-327-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Thursday broadcast presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew. We'll talk to Josh and Lomas Brown about the Lions and the Niners NFC Championship game coming up. At the end of this broadcast, also Harbaugh gone. Honolulu Maize and Blue, huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. What's the future for Michigan football without Harbaugh? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Also, I saw from the Michigan High School Football Coaches Association tweet, Noel Dean, former head football coach at Lowell High School, now the new head football coach at Chelsea down in southeast Michigan. Good get there. Great guy. Knows the game. So we're going to know in the game, John Borden, senior insider columnist for the Wolverine.com. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Let's get his thoughts on the end of the hardball era. How you doing, JB? Doing great, Bill. Good to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of people talking about the, the great departure. The great departure. Sounds like a 30 for 30 or something uh, in the near future. Not a surprise. Uh, we've known for a while he wanted uh, to take the job. Do you think there's anything anybody connected to the University of Michigan could have done going back over the last three years that still would have Harbaugh as the Michigan head football coach? You know, I, I seriously doubt it. I know you're going to get a lot of pushback from the folks that said, well, the the language in the contract at the last minute, they wouldn't give on this or they wouldn't give on that. fact of the matter is, you know, Jim Harbaugh is a big boy. And uh, he had options, certainly. And the NFL wanted him. Michigan wanted him. They were willing to make him the highest paid coach in all the land in college and uh you know, I, I, yes, he was uh, arguing for more contract language, I think, that would cover him in case uh, the NCAA did more. But the fact of the matter was Jim Harbaugh made a, a decision to move on to the NFL. It wasn't the first time he'd looked. It, uh, it probably wasn't going to be the last time, even if uh, he, he came back to Michigan now. And so, you know, uh, you, you just – you tip your cap, you say uh, thanks for the for the great restoration because that's what took place over the last three years. Michigan figured it out and uh, really laid down the foundation for the future if uh, those who remain behind are willing and able to follow it. What's the short-term and long-term future for Michigan football? What do you think? Well, I think uh, the, uh, the head coach is going to be Sharon Moore. Uh, and you know, we'll find out uh, sooner rather than later about that. I think the sooner that uh, if they're going that direction, that they can uh, 
name him, the better it is for recruiting, for going after uh, people through the, the portal, everything connected to Michigan football, just giving a reassurance to where that's going. Then it's, okay, wh- how much of your staff do you keep together? And uh, the more the better, because this was uh, one heck of a staff that uh, was able to get it done 15-0 and 0 last year. It, it, it's a lot of decisions to be made. Do you do you tap into uh, if it falls that way? Do you tap uh, into John Harbaugh again? Say, hey, who's our next uh, defensive coordinator? Who who you got for us this time around? Or is it a uh, a promotion for a Steve Klink scale or someone like that that has run the system? There's a lot that goes into it, but I think the more the the closer that they can uh, keep to the formula that for a team designed to beat Ohio State, John, and it's worked yeah. three years in a row. I mean, if you if you get that done, then uh, it's proven that you're going to be able to hang with most anybody else. John Borden, by the way, senior columnist, insider from the Wolverine.com, joining us on the Rose Tumber uh, Coffee Guest Sign. It will be interesting, as I told Ballas earlier, Johnny, and my final thought here and yours the most important thing right now in this 30-day transfer portal window with Harbaugh leaving that every single Michigan football player is a free agent right now. They need to save as many starters as possible, or it could be catastrophic short-term. Yeah, there's no question. And I think, you know, the, the winning the national championship will keep some. Uh, if, if they know that uh, Sharon Moore is going to be the head coach, that will keep some. If you've got Ben Herbert locked in, the strength and conditioning coach, that will uh, score big points for you. Um, but they also have to be able to, you know, compete because people are going to come with fistfuls of money. And that's kind of where we're at right now. So I think they know they have to step up that game. I think they're, uh, they're doing what they can in that area. Uh, and, probably realize that they've got to do more. So a lot of things have to fall into place, and they have to be on this. But they're saving a lot of dollars, no question, uh, by Jim Harbaugh going out the door. Johnny, thanks for your huge opinion on the exit of Harbaugh and what the future is like for Michigan football, what it's like. Always appreciate the conversation. Uh, People can follow you at thewolverine.com. We'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, Bill. All right, there we go. John Borden joining us from thewolverine.com. Clayton Safey. Also an insider for Michigan football for the Wolverine.com in our next segment. Speaking of football, we have championship Sunday in the NFL. Lions and Niners at 6.30 Sunday night. Now, if you want to get in on the action, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, huge offer for new customers who download the app and use code HUGE when they sign up. Those people then can bet five bucks on the Lions or Niners or Chiefs or Ravens on Sunday and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay during every playoff game day, which would be Sunday. So here's what you need to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. Those new customers that I mentioned then can bet just five bucks on the Lions or any of the other three remaining NFL teams on Sunday to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And only when you sign up with code HUGE, the crown is yours. 
If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat ticket issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. We'll get another perspective on the end of the Harbaugh era. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com will join us next. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500, or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 20 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests to come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions, and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break, vacations, and even the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. That is theurbanu.com. The prepping season is underway, and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip, that spring break, or the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Thursdays are presented by one of the world's top CPA accounting and business firms, Dorn Mayhew. Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder of the GR office. He'll join me later with Lomas Brown 
talk about the Lions and the Niners. Sunday night, NFC Championship game. Remember, you can join me in the Grand Rapids area if you're listening on 96 won the game. I'll be at the world-famous Garage Bar in Ada. I'm going to get there early, watch the Chiefs and the Ravens. Lions and the Niners at 6.30, dress, $3 well drinks. Join me at the Garage Bar in Ada in the Grand Rapids area, east side on Sunday. Also, the Garage Bar on Ottawa in downtown GR, celebrating the Lions in the NFC Championship game. Let's go to Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Get his thoughts on Harbaugh leaving for the NFL. How you doing, my man? Doing well. Uh, he's a living legend. Uh, best three years in the history of Michigan football in terms of consecutive years. Now a new chapter begins. Where are you at on the future of Michigan now moving forward with that transfer thirty or transfer portal 30-day period open? More, more than likely the next head coach. What will this team look like this fall? Yeah, I mean, first of all, just a, a heck of a run, as you said. I mean, the, the three years, but just the climb that they had to in, in all nine years under Jim Harbaugh. Uh, and you look back, and it's kind of like, man, I don't know what they would have done if Jim Hackett wasn't able to reel him in back in December of 2014. So, I mean, he saved the program in, in some respects and, and obviously uh, you know leaves a a great legacy at Michigan, and I think people will be rooting for him in Los Angeles. But I think part of that legacy, too, Bill, to continue on with this, is the foundation that he laid for the next guy. And it seems like uh, it's going to be Sharon Moore, Michigan's offensive coordinator and offensive line coach. Um, and, you know, so he's a guy that's that's been with Jim Harbaugh for seven years, a guy that Jim Harbaugh trusted. We called him a shining star. He promoted him to interim head coach when Harbaugh missed the last three games of the regular season. So, you know, by all accounts, he has Jim Harbaugh's endorsement, and Ward Manuel basically alluded to that in his statement last night when Harbaugh left. So I think the next the next steps are getting that done, and it's a little bit complicated because there is a, you know, what I would call kind of a dumb law with a public institution like Michigan where they have to post a job posting publicly for seven days. Now, apparently they can appeal or get a waiver, uh, get an exception, um, you know, with this, but you got to go about doing that. And, you know, hopefully for Michigan's sake, they can do it um, because you want to move as quick as possible. You mentioned the 30 day portal window there for players to leave. That would be detrimental if they lost some key players there because you can't get too many guys in. They'd have to wait until uh, after spring ball to bring those guys in, but getting the staff, uh, you know, pulled together as well is at the top of the list. So, you know, you go from uh, winning the national championship a couple weeks here where guys have been out on the recruiting trail, but now it's about to get really hectic over the next few weeks and, and probably a couple months. And speaking of recruiting, from the December recruits, some who enrolled early, others who will come in this summer, mm-hmm. to this second recruiting period, which isn't as big for D1 schools, but you're already looking ahead and recruiting for 2025, how does Harbaugh leaving affect the recruiting machine? Yeah, that's a great question, too. In the short term, a lot of the guys who are going to stick around, assuming that it is Sharon Moore, are still on the recruiting trail out on the road right now recruiting. And you know, from what we've heard, too, I mean, Sharon Moore would like to be a little bit more aggressive recruiting in terms of having a bigger operation for his recruiting staff, more resources, more staff members. Um, and I think that could help them as well. NIL these days is pretty much uh, the number one key to being uh, really good on the recruiting trail. And I think that Sharon Moore 
from what we've heard, uh, would like to uh, pick that up as well for Michigan. So, and I think that's huge. You know, I mean, you're not going to necessarily have, you don't have Jim Harbaugh anymore. You don't have an elite coach who, you know, not only develops guys, but just had an eye for, for talent and always, you know, was able to evaluate at the highest level, uh, you know, guy that discovered many diamonds in the rough. I mean, so you may, you don't have that, uh, but can you surround Sharon Moore with all the different resources that he needs to be successful as well? And it sounds like, you know, that, that could, uh, could happen for him. Now it's going to be a process and they've got to do it. I think quickly, just like they got to do a lot of things here in the short term, but I think recruiting could pick up, you know, a lot of times you get a new coach bump, uh, you still can ride the momentum of winning the national championship. So in terms of taking over a program, I think Sharon Moore is uh, in as good a position as you can, as you can have really at this point, especially for a guy who hasn't been a head coach before. Not many guys get the opportunity to take over a national championship winning program, you know, in their first head coaching job. Clayton Savy, you can follow this Harbaugh story, his exit, and also more stepping in as soon as it's allowed to be made official, the transfer portal, the next 30 days, the recruits and more at the Wolverine.com. Clayton, I know you guys are busy uh, with so many different angles on this story. Appreciate your time here on the huge show across Michigan. Thanks for having me. Have a great night. All right, Clayton Safey checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Now, if you miss any huge opinion, any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are always free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, Amazon, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule for free. Just search The Huge Show. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew. They're one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state. And Josh and his team are based in downtown Grand Rapids at the Dorn Mayhew West Michigan office. Thursdays on The Huge Show are presented by Dorn Mayhew. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a Dorn Mayhew Thursday and each and every week. Right through the Super Bowl, we bring in Lomas Brown, the former Lion, member of the Lions Radio Network, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder, and he runs Adorn Mayhew Grand Rapids office, or world headquarters, are on the east side of the state in Troy, and we talk about the Lions, and I was thinking, driving in, that the first one we did was on the Thursday of the Kansas City game, and here we are, Lomas and Josh. We are going to discuss the Lions and the Niners in the NFC Championship game on Sunday. That is phenomenal, Lomas. Man, it's more than phenomenal. It's, it, it's, it has far exceeded where I thought this team could go at. And as you know, going into the season, my thing was I wanted them to win the division and win a home playoff game. And my goodness, man, they, like I say, they have far exceeded that. And four quarters, four quarters mm. away from the first ever Super Bowl. That is it's just it's unbelievable to think, like you say, where we started at early September to where we are now 
in January. So, Josh, uh, take me back to you're in the studio right now. You were here. Lomas, I think, was already in Kansas City. And we were talking about a highly anticipated Lions season opening up against the defending Super Bowl champions on Thursday night football, the only game in town in the NFL. What were you thinking then? And now as you walked in today, what are you thinking about that NFC title game on Sunday? Yeah, I think Tackle Lomas far exceeded our expectation, at least for me too. And I remember that Kansas City game and one of my first times in the studio and we were talking about the season. And you're what, not sweating as much as you were you're uh, right. that day. You're, you're, right. you're much more comfortable. <laughs> I am much more comfortable. Um, and we, we, we all were a little worried about that Kansas City game. I can't recall what our predictions were, but it, it seemed like some of us were thinking, ah, it's Kansas City, it's Super Bowl rings, it's Arrowhead. And we didn't know what to expect, really. We didn't, and the Lions went in there and won the game. And so... It's amazing. It's amazing to say that we're in the NFC Championship, and what a what an awesome, awesome thing. It's very exciting. Yeah, Loma, so now away from the hype, because this team isn't about the hype, and I did see that in one NFC Coach of the Year awards announced today, Dan Campbell, rightfully so, uh, earned it, and that will be the beginning of a lot of postseason accolades for Lions players, coaches, front office and beyond, but you're looking at a Niners team that has been to four of the last five NFC championship games. Eight out of the last ten NFC title games, Lomas have been won by the home team. Lions go in as a six-and-a-half-point underdog on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. What do you think is their biggest challenge Sunday to get through that four quarters and get to Vegas in the first Super Bowl in franchise history? I think the biggest thing is just the initial punch, the initial hit, the initial rush that they're going to get from San Francisco. I mean, like you say, everything you stated, they got on their side, the home crowd. They're at home. Um, They're favored. Um, They're supposed to win this game. So they got everything working for them. So if the Lions could withstand that, that initial hit and hang in there because, again, you know, some of these games can get out of control fast, too. Um, I mean, I was in the 2000 NFC Championship game when I was with the Giants versus uh, the Minnesota Vikings, and we beat them 41-0. to So, you know, you have to, again, be able to withstand that initial punch, and they've been great at doing that. They really have all year long. These guys seem to be resilient, you know, and it seemed to have that gritty, uh, that gritty don't die attitude toward to them. So it's going to be on full test early in that game, and that's what I'm looking for. Some of the reactions to early in that game. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's GR office. Once that game was set, Lions took care of business on the Barnes pick. We knew San Francisco won the night before. Green Bay, I still shake my head even this afternoon that we could be talking about the Lions hosting the NFC title game. And if you thought the last two playoff games were loud in Ford Field, Lord knows what it would have been like with Green Bay and San Francisco. But there is an advantage by not playing Green Bay. They're an over-the-top offense. They like to throw deep. Niners don't do a lot of that. A lot of it's underneath. As you look at San Francisco and Detroit, What's your biggest concern, and what area are you most comfortable with, Josh, when it comes to this game? 
I'll start with the first part of that, which is the biggest concern, which is our secondary, right? I hate to single out the guy every week, but Cam Sutton just scares me. It seems like he just is on the list of let's go after him. But um, that's my biggest concern is our secondary as we head into to San Francisco. Brock Purdy's a good quarterback. He makes good decisions. He's young, but that's my biggest concern. And I guess on the advantage side, um, I like our offense. I like our offense, and I like what we're doing on the ground with two thousand-yard backs. I like what Goff's doing this year. He's putting up record numbers, and I like what Ben Johnson's doing with the play calls. And so, um, I like our shots for those reasons. So, yeah, if you look at offensively, Lomas, man for man, if you go down the list, and I know some would say, "Oh, you're just being a homer." I think the Lions are deeper and better than the Niners, that's even with a healthy Debo Samuel because, you know, Jameer Gibbs and Montgomery as a combo, yeah, they're not uh, Christian McCaffrey, but they don't have that second back as good as Montgomery or Gibbs. You look at the receivers, Laporta, I think, is playing as well, if not better, than George Kittle uh, this year. The offensive line, man for man, when healthy, and we'll talk about that in a moment, is better. Uh, Depth at receiver, St. Brown, yeah, he's no Samuel, but you know he's better than Ayuk. Uh, you, you do that offensive math, and I'm comfortable. And as Josh just said, my concern is when they blitz, because that blitz has been so effective in every game this year, starting with Kansas City, right? Remember the pressure, Branch gets the pick six. But also because you are going to blitz a lot if you're Aaron Glenn, you have a running back you can dump it off too quickly, and McCaffrey who can take a two-yard catch and take it uh, 80 yards. We saw that little slip screen against Tampa work. Uh, it really is a chess uh, chess game. That would be chess if you're keeping track, minus the H, Lomas. <laughs> chess. Hey, it's a chess game. Hey, I, I ain't doing it. Wouldn't I become a 90-year-old guy? Hey, it's a chess match right now. That's, that's a new game. It's a chess. Chess. You ever play chess? Okay. Uh, a chess, chess match between the coaches. But, yeah, thank you. Hey, it's been a long day, long week. Uh, I Love this football run, Harbaugh going to the NFL, which we'll talk about later. Uh, it, it it lies in my mind in that eleven man defensive unit, and it's more than just Cam Sutton because the pressure uh, helps NFL secondaries. The linebackers covering underneath is going to be critical. How do you feel about the Lions' defense matching up in this chess match uh, with the San Francisco offense? Yeah, it's it's so many other matchups. Uh, you know, you talk about Aiden Hutchinson over McKidget. Um, you know, who's going to rush over Trent Williams? Uh, you could talk about, like you said, you talked about who's going to match up from um, San Francisco with Sam Laporta. But again, we got to match up with George Kittle because he is a weapon too. Like you were saying about Christian McCaffrey, I give us the advantage at quarterback, I would definitely rather have Jared Goff than to have Brock Purdy. I, I could say that 100%. You know, and you give them the advantage as far as the experience. How many times they've been there? They've been there, done that. This is new to them. They're trying to get over the hump. They, they're going to be a little bit more desperate because, again, everything's in their favor. They're supposed to win this game. So, you know, it's slight advantages there. You know, you talk about the coaching advantages, Dan Campbell versus 
Kyle Shanahan, you know, and his coaching staff. You know, it's little things that you have to look at when you're talking about the uh, NFC, AFC championship game. It's all about the matchups. It's all about where you can find an advantage and take advantage of that. You know, find that mismatch. Uh, find something, find a kink in the armor that you can attack. And that's what they're going to do. That's what we look to do, too, against them. So it's going to come down to plays. You know, that's what it's going to come down to. Not series. It's going to come down to plays when you talk about championship uh, championship game. And you get the game on grass, which, again, the Lions have lost on grass at Baltimore. Uh, the Bears won on grass at Tampa, Kansas City. I don't think that becomes a game-changer. Weather forecast says mid-60s at kickoff. Great, almost summer-like uh, weather in the San Francisco Bay Area. They had the monsoon during the Green Bay game uh, last Saturday, and the Lions, knowing that they're four quarters away every play, it's kind of what you said, Lomas, and Josh, I'll get your feedback, that this is unprecedented in the modern era. You know, last time the Lions went to Washington knowing they were a game away and just didn't show up. I think they have stronger coaching, stronger front office leadership, the ownership has been the best it's ever been. They have on-the-field leaders, which it's golf, and I think Aiden Hutchinson for a second-year guy. Uh, it's all there, Josh, for the taking. Uh, how, how do you think it plays out on Sunday? I think it's going to be a very you're almost hyperventilating. Well, it's just because we're just this is such a nerve wracking game. It is. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting nervous I'm, right now. I am too. It's 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 just such a nerve wracking football game, and you know the six and a half spread. I, I'm sorry, I don't I don't you know pay pay as much attention to that, but it's elite quarterbacks win big games like this. You look at those past games in, in Super Bowls, and, and Purdy didn't play last year in the NFC title game because he had gotten banged up in the previous playoff game. Correct. Or I think he tried to go and it just was bad and they ended up pulling him. It was in Philly. I remember that. So when you break all this down like you just did from coaches to front office to ownership to quarterback versus quarterback, it just seems like we have a lot of things tilting in our favor. So what's going to stop us from winning that game? It's I think it's it's ourselves. If we lose, I think we beat ourselves. It's I think we are a better team when we stack them up on the columns. It's the running game, I, th- I would say what Loma said is golf. I'd take golf over Purdy every day of the week, and I like our chances. I really do. And so you ask me how it plays out. I think Detroit wins a very close football game, very close game, and I think Detroit is, is going to squeeze out our first championship win here. And I like Detroit by a, a narrow margin. To go to the Super Bowl. To go to the Super wow. Bowl. Now, one thing I will say, the Niners secondary – their front seven it may be the best in the NFL, but their secondary has not been the greatest the last six games of the season, including uh, that playoff game against Green Bay, which they should have lost. So that that will be up to the Lions offensive line, protection help, and also creativity on play calling by Ben Johnson, who may be done in Detroit. It looks like the Washington job, no one's talking about that. It seems like... He's going there, but I don't see a job left for Aaron Glenn. Uh, Lomas, we'll talk about the coaches, and and I want to get your thoughts on Harbaugh taking over uh, the Chargers in L.A., but how do you think things play out Sunday for the Lions? Yeah, it's going to be, it, it's going to be a tough game. It really is. Like you say, um, 
a lot of matchups. That's what it, what you look for. Just look for the team. I think that has and and it makes the turnover battle. That just seems to be what helps us when we can win the turnover battle. It just gives us something. I don't know what it is, but we we're good when we win that turnover battle, as most teams are. But it just seems like if we just get one turnover, it just seems it does something for us. I don't know whether it gives us that little extra confidence we need. I don't know what it is. Um, so I think in a game like this, it's going to come down, like I said again, to play. So it's going to be, you know, if we could avoid the disastrous plays, if we could avoid the the big, you know, over-the-top hits, the explosive plays, them getting those on a regular basis. Because I don't want to – have to deal with San Francisco in the red zone. We've been good in the red zone, but I don't want to have to deal with teams in the red zone. So let's even try to keep them out of the red zone. Um, and I trust in in my offensive line, I trust. I have full trust in our offensive line that they'll be able to hold up and not only hold up, I think they could be able to th- thrive against that defensive front of San Francisco, which is, like you say, probably the best defensive front in this league. But Taylor Decker, Panay Sue, I trust those guys. Frank is banged up. He's a warrior. Know what he's going to bring, but he's banged up right now. And we got the young fella in the middle because of Jonah not being able to go. So that's where I'm a little, little concerned that but like I say, I think it's going to be a bloodbath, and I, I expect us to win the game. I really do. I, it's going to be a tough game, but I think we can win it with a field goal. So next Thursday, on Dorn Mayhew's presentation of Inside Lions Football, Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder of the Grand Rapids office, Lomas Brown, former Lion, member of the Lions Radio Network, and myself, will be talking about the matchup with either the Chiefs or the Ravens. In the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. I don't think we're alive right now. I think we're in heaven. And this is what heaven is like, where the Lions are always going to the Super Bowl. I don't think I don't think Superfly's alive. I don't know what happened, but we're in heaven. And you know what? I like it. I do. It's a surprise when you see all four of us here. We're kind of all shocked. Like, you're here? Wait, you're here? Superfly, how'd you get here? Josh goes, how in the hell are you here, Bill? <laughs> all right, before we're done, he goes, that, that, that is the work of Jesus. Uh, you, you, you brought the chess board. <laughs> hey, hey, chess. Oh, yeah, thank you, Josh. Okay. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll keep track of that. I'll, I'll pick my spot. Hey, think about this real fast. Think about this real fast. No matter the beginning of the season, all the teams we were talking about, think about it, man. We're talking about four teams. Four teams. Think about that. We started off talking about 32 teams. Now we're talking about four teams. And guess mm. what? The Lions are one of those four teams we're still talking about. Yeah, and by the way, I mentioned Dan Campbell won one rookie, or not Coach of the Year award. He's nominated for the NFL Coach of the Year. How about this? NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year finalists announced today. Jameer Gibbs and Laporta are two of the five, along with C.J. Stroud, who I think will win it. B. John Robinson, running back from the Falcons, and Pakua, uh, Puka Nakua, 
uh, a great chess player uh, from <laughs> the L.A. Rams. That's two of the five, our Lions. Yeah, man. We're not yeah. talking about Branch. I think he got ripped off not being on the all-rookie Absolutely. team. He did. I agree. I agree. And, then, and now you do it. J-Mo basically is a rookie with the knee recovery and the six-game suspension for gambling. And these guys are young. This fourth youngest yeah. team in the NFL right yeah. now, and they're one of the uh, final four. All right, before we're done yeah. – um, I've made my pick too. I'm going with the Lions. I think it's going to be a, you know, 30 27, 27 24, uh, tough bloodbath type of win that Lomas mentioned. But with the Harbaugh news breaking last night, I'll start with you, Josh. How do you think Harbaugh will fare uh, again as an NFL head coach? He was really good, got to a Super Bowl, lost to his brother, but then kind of lost the team and he was pushed out. Your thoughts on the second go-around for Harbaugh in the NFL now with the L.A. Chargers? Yeah, my thoughts are uh, Jim's a fantastic coach, and he obviously left his mark here on Michigan as our head coach, and he's walking into, Loma said this earlier, don't forget that the Chargers were a playoff team, right? They, 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 they should be a playoff team, and they have a great quarterback, which fits Jim well. Herbert's a young Great player. running back, great line, that great defensive a, players. I think putting Jim there changes that dynamic instantly and likely Jesse Minter to go with wouldn't shock me. Um, that is going to change that. They're going to be a, a, a top contending team again, like they were a couple years ago with Jim under the helm. Sad to see him go. Um, Lomas made a comment a few weeks ago about our next head coach, though, is probably standing right there and Sharon Moore. And I think we've all seen that is, is his passion for Michigan. And, and, and I think we're going to be okay, but Best wishes to, to Jim Harbaugh and uh, going to the Chargers. Yeah, the three-year run was the greatest in Michigan football history. It's a lifetime of memories. It is. Unfortunately, you don't win the national championship every year. It doesn't happen. I know what Saban did was so out of the ordinary. And now with NIL transfer portal, my biggest fear is that this 30-day transfer portal, if Michigan loses starters, it could hit a reset button on the program. That, that's the biggest concern. It's not more. You needed to go to him to keep as many guys happy, but with what you're already losing beyond Harbaugh, I'm talking players, if you get hit uh, defensive starters, especially the O-line from poaching with somebody offering up millions for a guy to play, that's where it could be catastrophic short-term for Michigan. Uh, Lomas, from a, a former NFL player's viewpoint, uh, Harbaugh, you would think, learned a lot. With the Niners when he was shown the door, struggled early with Michigan, seemed to learn on the job on the type of player and coach or coaches, plural, as assistance he needed. How do you think he'll fare with the L.A. Chargers? Yeah, I think, like Josh said, I think he's going into a great situation. I really do. Now, you know, they got some decisions to make, San, uh, San Diego. The Chargers do uh, on some of their veterans because of cap, you know, being cap things. But other than that, he has the quarterback that he needs to win. He has the pieces. And the thing about him, man, he's just a great coach. He really is. He's just a great coach. And to be a great coach, you have to be a great communicator. And I've never, you know, been around him coaching, but he seems to be able to get his message across to his players and he gets it across to him at a high level. So I I know he's going to have success like he had in San Francisco. I know he's going to have success back in the league. And, you know, I'm so happy that Sharon, because like I said, it shouldn't be no other 
guy that they look at. I'm so happy he's going to possibly get his opportunity to step up in the limelight and be able to coach. And, yeah, man, it was great. Coach did everything he needed to do. He came back home. He brought the national championship here. He did everything he said he wanted to do. Now on to the next challenge. Amen. That's exactly what I said last night. He accomplished everything. Not as fast as some in the media and fans wanted and boosters, but he got it done. Uh, Lomas, good stuff. Thank you. Josh Garvey, thank you. Thank you, too. Go Lions. Absolutely. Go Lions. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. And so it has come to an end. The Harbaugh era at Michigan is over. Jim Harbaugh has accepted an offer from the L.A. Chargers to return to their franchise where he played at in the late 90s and early 2000s. He leaves Michigan with an 86-25 overall record, restored the Blue Blood program back to its rightful place, winning three consecutive Big Ten titles in the Rose Bowl and a national championship on his way out. It's time for a new challenge for Coach Harbaugh. It's time to make his return to the NFL and chase that ever-elusive Lombardi trophy. L.A. was the first opening that scared me when the position became available because they have a lot of what's already needed to be successful immediately. And Coach Harbaugh will be. For the Michigan fan, however, it is the end of the road. But as they say, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Huge here for my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now they're going crazy. The Lions are America's team. So if you want to connect with the official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, the DraftKings Sportsbook, here's what new customers need to do. If you want to get in on that Lions-Niners action for Sunday night, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Bet five bucks on the Lions, Niners, or the Chiefs and the Ravens, and you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay every playoff game day. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers then can bet 5 bucks on the Lions and Niners, Chiefs, or the Ravens, and you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with Code Huge. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Dan Miller is the voice of your Detroit Lions. He is standing by from the Motor City. How you doing, Danny? I'm doing well, thanks. How you doing? Doing good. Another classic call at the end on Barnes and the interception. Love the video, audio, highlight all running together. We played it a million times. Fantastic. 
Well, it's, man, something else. I mean, just to see that stadium explode like that, to see it end suddenly like that, it was, uh, you never know what the script is going to be and how it's going to end. And, you know, you just hope it ends with your team having more points than the other guys. But it's a heck of a play by Derek and um, just a, an amazing day in the city of Detroit and two weeks in a row now and really all season that place has been electric, but uh, they just seem to be outdoing themselves week by week, these fans and, and the way they're being a factor in helping this team win. You know, what I've found in helping the team win is that guys who are getting railed and some rightfully so others, maybe a little bit too much piling on have all found a way to make a big play at some point this season that showcases they're a talented player. Well, I think that's the coach. I think that's the coach who just continues to tell them, we believe in you, and regardless of what happens, you know, keep playing, get to the next play, and, and figure some things out. And, and even Barnes is a guy that obviously missed the play on Dak, but, uh, you know, my guys, Lomas and TJ, were quick to point out that after that play, he had a really good game against Dallas. So uh, he didn't let that get him down, and you can't because the game's going to go on either with you or without you. So, you know, stay engaged, find a way, and you never know when that game, the game's going to come back your way. And for Barnes, you know, he dropped back in coverage. That ball came his way, and he had his moment, and it's incredible. And uh, first interception of his career, and it, it's one of the biggest plays in the history of this franchise. So it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. But there's a life lesson in there that, you know, don't, don't keep reliving what went wrong. Don't let it beat you twice. Just find a way to keep going. Dan Miller, Voice of the Lions, joining us on the Rose Tumber Coffee guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Who's the most important player in this matchup in the NFC title game with the Niners on the Lions sidelines? Who is it on that roster? I it's Goff. I mean, you know, you, he's, he's the one with the football in his hands. You can't turn it over. You've got to keep that offense moving. Um, I just I think it's hard to ever go away from him just because of everything he does. And as he goes, this team goes so um, you know, starts with being clean. You can't turn the ball over. And, and when this team does that, they're hard to beat. So uh, he's got to find some way to maximize these possessions, continue to move the ball around, utilize the weapons. Whatever San Francisco wants to give you, take it. And he does a great job of that. So um, I, I think his performance will go a long way towards dictating just what kind of chance the Lions have in this game and, and you know, where they are at the end of it. Zach Ertz, that pickup. Dan Campbell said today that he's in game shape. He's at Allen Park, still a wait and see if he'll be game ready on Sunday night. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, obviously, Laporta's going to be the tight end in there that's going to catch a lot of footballs. I don't know what kind of role they could carve out for Zach Ertz in three, four days of practice and, and you know, meeting rooms and things like that. He's He's obviously been there and played at a high level and played in big games and, and things like that. But there's a trust factor there that, you know, he goes the wrong way at the wrong time and you have a misplay. It could be very costly. So um, whether or not they come up with a small package of plays that would work for him, or they just say, you know what, we're going to go ahead and, and continue with the guys that we have, but we, we like the fact that we have some better insurance here uh, remains to be seen. I, it probably is going to come down to how he looks and, and what he's, bringing in practice and, and whether or not they think he's ready and then what they think they can you know rightfully expect from him in a game on Sunday. I think the most important name on the Niners sidelines is Debo Samuel. Uh, how much will he be healed from the shoulder injury? Kyle Shanahan said that, you know, he likes the progress. It was 50-50 
yesterday, that guy makes Brock Purdy a different quarterback for the Niners. Yeah, he would make anybody a different team. I mean, he's just so skilled in, in being able to beat you from so many different positions, whether it's you know lining up as a wide receiver, lining up as a running back. Whatever it is, he is a game-breaking player that can just flip a game on its ear in one snap. So him being out there is obviously massive for the 49ers and exponentially ratchets up what the Lions have to worry about on defense as opposed to him not being out there. So, look, I anticipate the type of competitor and player he is. It would take a whole lot to not have him in there. I fully anticipate we'll see him on Sunday. And, you know, he and McCaffrey are about as, you know, varied uh, uh, weapons as, as two teams that will have that they can deploy those guys anywhere, and they are just a, a problem waiting to happen. We talked about golf being the key, the most important lion. What are two other factors that need to happen on Sunday for the Lions to get to their first Super Bowl in franchise history? Well, i got to find out some way to, to slow down San Francisco's passing attack. You can't just have guys running open. They're so good and so good at attacking where your weaknesses are. And right now the Lions are still struggling in the secondary. We've seen it with the, the number of receivers that have put up big games over the last five, six weeks. So I think that's key. And then I think just putting some pressure on Purdy. I mean, the offense, if golf is right and doing what they do, it, they'll, they'll take care of themselves. They've been good. We, we know what we're going to get out of them most times. So uh, defensively, I, I think Purdy can be shaky. He can be really good. So get him all day back there. He's going to pick you apart. But if you can find out some way to kind of make him throw it a little bit before he wants to or off balance, maybe you get a chance to take one away or two away. And that becomes a very, very big part of this football game. So, you know, offensively, be who you are. Defensively, continue to, you know, bend but don't break because that's kind of become their who they are and their identity. But, man, if you could find some way to, to interrupt a couple of San Francisco possessions and, and get that football back, it would be massive. Danny, are we going to get to February football with the Lions? My Lord. I got four <laughs> quarters to find out. It's going to be a lot of fun, and there's no place you'd rather be. Mm. Uh, are they going to have the normal travel plans? Uh, go out on Saturday, uh, play Sunday night, fly back. Uh, any interruption in that? Maybe go out early. Uh, what are you hearing from Alan Park? I haven't heard any changes. I haven't heard any changes. So Usually we're not the first ones to know, so whatever they're cooking up, I think – They've done a good job of just keeping their game, you know, preparations normal. And for Dan Campbell, I'd imagine he looks at this as uh, week number 20 of the season. And why change anything? Because you have so far been very successful. You know, you've been very successful on TV, heart of Detroit, voice of the Lions. You've been through it all. What would winning on Sunday mean, not just to Detroit, uh, the state of Michigan and this entire Lions nation? Oh my gosh. I mean, it's just, it's, it's everything they've dreamed of. It's, it's everything they've questioned whether or not they would ever be able to see it. It's, it's the answer to the question of, of did this organization, you know, was it ever capable of getting there? And the answer is clearly yes. And now they have four quarters to actually make it happen. So I mean, every Lions fan has had that conversation before about whether or not they'd be able to enjoy that moment where the Lions had that type of success. And the next conversation would be, couldn't they not just get there, but can they win it? But um, look, we've we've talked about this 
as fans and as media members and as people that, that followed this team a million times. And, you know, we might be 60 minutes away from them, you know, realizing that dream and, and uh, putting a lot of angst and bad memories and gut punches and disappointments behind them. Dan, you almost made me cry. I was getting goosebumps uh, there because I'm thinking the same thing in my lifetime. I'm 62. Would I ever see it? They're four quarters away. And what what doesn't create anxiety or panic with the Lions Nation, and I think with the franchise, Dan, and the final thought here before I let you go, this team isn't a one-hit wonder. They are built for that window. And because it's a younger team than most, that window could be five to seven years. We don't know. But this is just the beginning in my mind. It's the biggest thing this team has done is, is draft young players and develop them and put together a roster that you can look at now and say that it has depth. Uh, they have certain things that they need to improve on for sure, but they're doing things the right way. And when you do things the right way, you build something that has staying power. And when you have staying power, you have the ability to string some good years together. And, and I don't, I don't know how long that lasts, you know, salary caps, things get in the way, injuries, whatever it is. But certainly this regime and the makeup of this team, um, look, they had some really good teams in the 90s that just were missing a couple things, and I don't want to gloss over that. But, you know, this group has certainly given this fan base a reason to be more hopeful than they ever have in a long, long time. Danny, safe travels out to San Francisco. It's an understatement to say that I and we – the Lions Nation can't wait until that game kicks off. One went away four quarters from Vegas in the first Super Bowl. My man, enjoy it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino. The sharp-dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and CZ Tom. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Leonard Skinner and CZ Tom. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Get big savings on Eckridge smoked sausage links for $1.99, heads of lettuce for 99 cents each, and arm and hammer liquid laundry detergent for $2.99. Get Meyer super sale deals in-store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer Super Sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now they're going crazy. The Lions are America's team. So if you want to connect with the official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, the DraftKings Sportsbook, here's what new customers need to do. If you want to get in on that Lions-Niners action for Sunday night, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Bet 5 bucks on the Lions-Niners or the Chiefs and the Ravens and you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay every playoff game day. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers then can bet 5 bucks on the Lions and Niners, Chiefs, or the Ravens, and you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. 
That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with Code Huge. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet. Eligibility, max reward limits, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It is time for another Moving Ferris Forward interview. Each and every week we get together with Dr. Bill Pink, the president of at Ferris State University or other leaders who are helping move Ferris forward. And Dr. Pink joins us from the tough gig of being with the PGA Golf Management Program down at the PGA Show in Orlando, Florida. How you doing, my man? Oh, you know, brother, I'm just kind of sweating it out here. You know, I'm trying to sacrifice for the team by coming to Florida and hanging out with several several thousand people at the PGA show. It's awesome. And and speaking of PGA, uh, the prestigious PGA golf management program at Ferris State University is one of the top schools in America, not turning out PGA playing pros, but we're talking about the pros you see at clubs all around the world. You know, and that's one of the beauties of this program. So Ferris State was the first, we were the first university in the country to have a PGA, uh, PGM, Professional Golf Management Program. We were the first. And that is uh, significant for us right now because next year we will celebrate 50 years of having this program. 50-year anniversary is coming up next year, and we will celebrate not only the program, but celebrate the fact that that program has graduated over 2,000 students Mm. into the profession. Many of those go to uh, country clubs and golf clubs all over the country. We even have some who are in other parts of the world. And so you're talking about a program that truly is feeding uh, the industry with golf professionals. Um, One of the cool things about being here at the PGA show and showing showing the bulldog on my shirt is that uh, we go over and we've just been standing at the, the Ferris State booth here at the at the convention, meeting alumni, meeting friends. But also it's been so cool to hear the level of respect that people uh, in the industry have for Ferris State University and for, for that PGM program. And, and it's been really, really cool and humbling to hear how folks uh, respect uh, the, the Bulldog brand when it comes to the, the PGA. Yeah, the PGA Golf Management Program on campus at Ferris State University. And also Ferris features their own uh, university uh, golf course and golf facility, not only for their teams, but also for the PGA uh, Golf Management Program, one of the top programs in the country and all around the world. You can find out more at ferris.edu. Uh, and one thing that in our conversations over the last 10 months or so, Dr. Pink, there are many, not totally exclusive, but very unique opportunities that Ferris offers that you won't see at most universities. 
that's one of the, and I will tell you that's one of the things I love about uh, being blessed to be president there, because not only do you have programs like this PGM program, and when you talk about, by the way, that 50-year anniversary of that program, the golf course that you just mentioned. This year, we celebrate 50 years of the Khaki Golf Golf Course. Um, 50 years ago is when that course was established, and uh, so we're having that celebration this year. But you also, on that campus, talk about one of the uh, premier welding engineering programs in the country. We have students that come to us from all over the country because they know what we do as far as welding engineering is concerned. Talk about finishing a degree in welding engineering and making really good money. That's one of those. We also are known for having our construction management program that students, again, come from all over the country, construction management. They learn how to uh, not to only be in the in the business, but how to run the business. And uh, those guys and ladies, um, not only do they uh, walk across stage at graduation, they don't wear a graduation hat. They wear a hard hat at graduation um, and because it signifies they're going to work. And so you've got those programs, and you know how you and I have, all, have talked about having uh, the only uh, college of optometry in the state of Michigan, that, that college of optometry at Ferris. Um, usually when people in the state of Michigan are getting their eyes checked at the optometrist, they're probably getting them checked by a Ferris State graduate. And so you talk about those programs, aside from also having an incredible college of pharmacy as well on our campus, uh, you, you've got programs there that are knocking it out of the park. And then last thing I'll say to that, you know, with our, uh, with our school of nursing, uh, that nursing school, we have the bachelor's, master's, and doctorate degrees in nursing and no wait list on that program. You can get in that program and not have to wait for a couple of years on a list. You get right into that program, and it has a 100% pass rate on the, on the national exam. So uh, Fair State, that's how Bulldogs roll. That's how we roll. Yeah, how that's how we roll. I see that on a T-shirt coming soon from Dr. Pink. Ferris.edu, <laughs> you want to find out about the nursing program, Ferris.edu, the construction, welding, uh, engineering program, College of Optometry, the PGA Golf Management School, and so much more on campus in Big Rapids or across this state with their satellite locations. Everything you need to know about Ferris and how they're moving things forward, led by Dr. Bill Pink at ferris.edu. Enjoy uh, the weekend down there in Florida. Your sacrifice for the game of golf and the PGA Golf Management Program (laughs) at Ferris State University. That's why you are a leader, Dr. Pink. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm really sweating it out, let me tell you. Yeah, we love you. Yeah, there he is, Dr. Bill Pink, joining us on another edition of Moving Ferris Forward. Find out more at ferris.edu. Big. Bad. Huge. Huge here. I want to thank you for jumping on our podcast. Spread the word. Just tell everybody to search the huge show wherever they download podcast and also get ready for the super bowl get in on the action download the DraftKings sportsbook app and use that code huge the following is a presentation of the michigan sports network Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew. They're one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state. And Josh and his team are based in downtown Grand Rapids at the Dorn Mayhew West Michigan office. 
Thursdays on The Huge Show are presented by Dorn Mayhew. We are back live across Michigan, 19 radio stations strong for the one close to where you live. Travel, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Less than an hour away from Lomas Brown and Josh Garvey joining me. Josh from Dorn Mayhew, they present Inside Lions football every Thursday. We'll break down the NFC Championship game on Sunday with Lomas and Josh. If you're in the Grand Rapids area, you can join me for a huge watch party. I'll be watching the game at the Garage Bar in Ada. Kevin and Tim and the crew. I'll be there early, 3 o'clock, to watch the Chiefs and the Ravens. So, if you're listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, join me at the Garage Bar in Ada on Sunday. Lions and the Niners. Also, the Garage Bar has a location in downtown GR, just to the north on Ottawa. Big day. $2 beers, $3 well drinks during the Lions game on Sunday. And I'll be at the Garage Bar in Asia. We'll also get to the end of the Harbaugh area. Area? Garage the Harbaugh area. It's like Area 51. People go in there and they don't come back. The Harbaugh era. Doug Skeen will join us in a moment. Part of the Michigan Football Podcast with Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com. Five-time Big Ten champion Wolverine offensive lineman Anthony Broom from TheWolverine.com. Before we're done, Dr. Bill Pink, president of Ferris State University, and another moving Ferris forward interview. He'll join us from the PGA show down in Orlando where they're celebrating the PGA Golf Management Program at Ferris State University in Big Rapids. I called Superfly in during the last break, and I said, you know, and we have a pretty honest relationship, and there'll be some unforeseen tension at times, and I think it's because something's bothering you, right? So I I, I said, Brett, I got to talk to you. And as I told everybody on Monday, last Sunday, Marty Boer, myself, Superfly and his dad, Hammer and Hank Hayes, all jumped in a Navigator limo. We had tickets. We went down to watch the Lions in Tampa at Ford Field. Great trip. A lot of laughs, adult beverages. You're in a limo. Trip seemed so fast there. Coming out with all that traffic, it slowed down. We're hungry. We didn't bring any snacks. We just had adult beverages. A lot of Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. So I'm starting to get hangry. So I'm creating small talk with Hammer and Hank. And I go, so what are you doing tomorrow? He's retired, right? He goes, I don't know, probably I'll take care of the chickens in the morning. And then at 3 o'clock, I'll sit down and listen to the huge show and take a nap. And I said, oh, you mean afterwards? Or... You're going to listen to it at a different time after your nap. He says, no. I sit in my chair down in my man cave. I put on the huge show on my phone and I fall asleep. 
And I pause for a second. I go to Hammer and Hank. I, and Brett, I can see Brett getting a little, whoa, I don't know where this is going. I go, so let me understand this. Your daily routine, Monday through Friday, is a little before three. You sit down in your man cave, complete darkness. You turn on the huge show on your phone, probably on the iHeart app. You listen. He goes, yeah, it puts me right to sleep. Like now, I was at a loss for words. So then, as we're getting out of the traffic coming back from the Lions game, I'm like, hey, we need to stop at, you know, the Howl, Brighton exit, whatever it is. We need to stop and eat. Marty Boer looks up something and finds, hey, man, there's a White Castle. Uh, you know, like 10 miles up, you know, exit 141, wherever we were. I forget. So the limo driver gets off. We go to White Castle. We all pile out of the limo. And I'm starving. We haven't eaten for six hours since we had lunch at the mixing board at Little Caesars Arena at their tailgate before the game. So we all go in and quickly, Hammer and Hank Hayes, Superfly's dad, goes right to the order line. It wasn't busy. And I already see him swiping his card. And I'm thinking he's going to swipe his card and say, hey, I'm taking care of all these guys, or at least Marty, who got him the ticket in the limo. I'm fine paying for my own white castle. I'm deciding, do I want 10 or 20 sliders and a bag of fries and a shake? And help my guilt with a diet Dr. Pepper. Hank swipes and orders. And I'm like, okay. I don't say anything to Brad. I'm like, "Mm, I don't know about this. I know Hank isn't used to limos and traveling with famous people. So we order after him. His food comes out because it was just like a couple, three sliders and fries and his beverage. And he starts digging in. He's leaning up against the wall. Now, again, he's had a few adult beverages all day. I'm like, hey, can you wait for us to eat at the same time? He goes, I'm hungry. I looked at Brett and I said, your dad didn't even take care of Marty. Neither did you. You offered and Marty said no. That's how Marty Boer for the Michigan Sports Network rolls. But Hammer and Hank didn't even offer. And then I'm thinking, this guy doesn't even offer to buy the food for Marty at White Castle, but he takes a daily nap by turning on the huge show at 3 o'clock and told that to my face in the free $2,000 Navigator limo he's in on the way to and from with the $587 ticket. Granted, me and Marty were sitting in better seats than Superfly and Hammer and Hank. I told Brett it's been bothering me all week. I think I'm going to have to call Hank. But he's sleeping right now. He takes a two-hour nap. Huge shows like Liquid NyQuil. Nothing makes me prouder of this show when The producer's dad tells me he takes a nap every day by turning on my show. Thank you, Hammer and Hank. (laughs) (laughs) Doug Skeen. 
part of the Michigan football podcast is standing by. All that's true, Doug. I'm not making any of it up. Hey, quiet. I'm trying to take a nap here. The huge show. It's like NyQuil in the afternoon. Weekdays at three. Uh, You can't make up anything. Our our entire on-air, in-studio, off-air, the stories are real. The people are real. It's why I love my life and my show. But let's not talk too loud because we don't want to wake up Hammer and Hank Hayes. Yeah, okay. keep the volume limit. Yeah, everybody, don't. If you call any guests, Superfly, tell them not to get excited. I know it's NFC Championship week. I know Harbaugh left, but we don't want to wake up Hammer and Hank from his daily huge show induced two hour nap. You know, Doug, we've talked uh, a lot before the season over the last couple of years about Harbaugh one day leaving for the NFL. I wasn't shocked by last night, but I will tell you, I'm disappointed. And Ward Manuel in Michigan over the last three years for not taking care of Harbaugh early. Well, that's the only question I think at this point is going back. If you remember back after the 2020, I think it was season, Bill, when a lot of people were calling for maybe a, a removal of Jim Harbaugh. I was one of those people that were not happy with the way the program was performing. And rightly, Ward Manuel got Harbaugh's contract. His contract was made him an average paid guy, gave him happy incentives. And then, you know, the magic happens, and we beat Ohio State, now we're winning. And then the expectation was, well, now the guy's winning, you need to pay him. And the, there was a delay there. And I think history will look back and say, if that delay had been removed and Ward had acted sooner, would Jim have still left? And for me, I still think that even if Jim had a contract in his hand signed and sealed a couple of years ago for an extension, I still think Jim Harbaugh would still have taken the Chargers job after winning it all this last year because this guy wants to climb the next mountain. He wants to get a trophy like his brother has. He wants to be the guy at the top of the heap. So I don't think any of it would have mattered in the end. The guy wants that Lombardi trophy more than anything at this point. I always look back and thought the minute Harbaugh didn't have any NFL offers and Manuel held him over the edge and cut his pay in half, that this day was coming. And I didn't see the three straight Big Ten titles. I didn't see the national championship. And that's a credit to Harbaugh's staff and players. But I knew that that separation was coming at some point. And again, I, I believe this all along. I think that Jim came back to Michigan nine years ago for the opportunity to coach at his alma mater that I do sincerely believe he loves as much as the rest of us guys that ever wore that uniform. But I always felt like this guy had come so close to winning that Super Bowl that that was always going to burn him. And you talk to guys who coached or played in Super Bowls that fell short. It does burn you for the rest of your life, and you always want to go back and get a shot at it. So you and I have talked about this on multiple occasions. I felt like this day was coming, and if he had the level of success and got an NFL team to give him an opportunity. And then you throw in you know, the Chargers situation with a really good, young, talented quarterback. That was just going to be way too much for Jim to say no to. So this, to me, was not very surprising at all, a slam dunk for him. And he's on to the next thing, and now it's time for Michigan to go on to its next thing, which is a new head coach that I think is already there, 
and we move on and we build on the success that Coach Harbaugh built while he was here. And one thing that Sharon Moore did build was an offensive line, then became part of the hierarchy on Harbaugh's coaching staff. So you're sold more can get it done and not business as usual, but at least keep the Michigan machine moving forward. I don't think there's any question about that. When you look at what Sharon has done, you know, he was a tight end guy there for a few years, and then Jim made the big move to put him in charge of that offensive line and then elevated him to offensive coordinator. What we know are facts are this guy can develop an offensive line into really high-level performance. We don't have any question about that. This guy can call a great football game, and it's not without criticisms at times, but the facts are that in the biggest of games, the biggest of moments, he performed really well and called the game to get us to victories. We know that for a fact. We know that the players love him. They openly speak. They enjoy being around Coach Moore. And we know how much Coach Moore loves being at Michigan based on the tears falling down the guy's face after that Penn State game and other games. What we don't know about Coach Moore is all the other things that are going to be new when he gets named head coach, which I believe is going to happen. And remember now, when Jim was gone there, Bill, Jim was gone on Saturday. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, he was coaching the team. He was around. He was running meetings. So now that's going to be new and different for Coach Moore, along with all the other things that head coaches have to deal with. So that's the unknown. But I think the basic football core fundamentals of him being able to coach and develop and connect with the guys those are some pretty big boxes to check, and he definitely checks them. Doug Skeen, talented broadcaster, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman at Michigan, late 80s, early 90s, co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast. Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, talking about the end of the Harbaugh era. What are the most important things for Moore right now? Obviously, it would be that 30-day transfer portal that opened up this morning. They can't afford to be poached by other schools. If they would lose four or five starters, it could really bury this team for the upcoming fall season. Well, I think you're right. I think it absolutely could, but I got a feeling that it's not going to happen unless... These guys are going to go out and click that button and put their name out there to see if they can get more money. If it's a money thing, we could lose players. If it's just a culture thing and a, and a comfort thing and a certainty of personalities and, and fitting into a, a program that you're already a part of, we should not lose guys. I think the most important thing is that Coach Sharon Moore is named the head coach as fast as possible, that he can solidify his staff and retain the strength and conditioning coach, Ben Herbert. That's a critical one. Then I think that's greatly going to minimize how many guys are going to be looking to get out of town and go play for somebody else. I think the culture is really strong in Ann Arbor based on what we saw this last season, the focus of those guys on the team. There's a lot of guys with a lot of talent that did not get to play a lot because there were studs in front of them, Bill. And I don't know that how many of them are going to be quick to get out of town to start over somewhere else when the opportunity is right here and now. And what better place to do it at than where you've been the whole time. Before I let you go, Doug, how do you think Harbaugh will fare the second go-around in the NFL? What's your gut feeling? 
my gut feeling is he's going to get the Chargers right back to where he had the 49ers. And the question will be uh, with the general manager, and I, I don't know, Bill, I don't, they, have, they have, not, have not hired a general manager yet that I know of. Can, can he get the right player personnel? I think Herbert's going to play some of his best football under Harbaugh. Jim is going to go out, himself a good staff. He's done that. He'll call his brother. They'll put together a good staff and do what they do. I expect the Chargers to be a playoff team and be right where he had them with the 49ers and maybe, just maybe, get that big trophy, and then he'll be able to brag to his brothers and friends forever that he's got, you know, the two big levels of trophies and his brother. I don't know. His brother might get another Lombardi this year, and they can argue forever when they're sitting around drinking beers as old men about who the best football coach was. But I do think he's going to have success out there, Bill, because he's done it before. And I think based on the head coach being hired before the GM with the Chargers who are still interviewing candidates and why they're waiting on the official announcement until next week, I think they want to have the new GM in place. And also Harbaugh will have a say in this new GM. Yeah, I think that's definitely part of it, That's which, which is a little backwards, right? Usually it's the, the general manager who gets to have the big say-so over who his coach is. <laughs> but I think if you're the San Diego Charger, I'm sorry, the L.A. Charger fan now, you're looking at the big guy in the building now is Jim Harbaugh, and he's going to find somebody that's got to work with him. As, as we know, Jim can be tough to work with. He's a demanding guy, and he's, he's a football-driven guy. So that personality's got to work really well. But if you get somebody that knows how to pick guys in the second, third, fourth, fifth round that are going to get on the field and produce results, he will have the Chargers deep in the playoffs sooner than later. Five-year deal. We haven't heard money. Initially, I heard that his agent, who also is Sean Payton's agent, was asking for Payton-like money, which is around $17 million a year. Michigan was reportedly set to make him the highest paid, so I'll be curious how the money plays out. Also, I believe Harbaugh will have a say in the GM. I think that's a delay also with the games this weekend. They wanted to do it during the week between the off week before the Super Bowl. And the Chargers and the Ravens will meet next year in a regular season game in Los Angeles. John versus Jim. (laughs) You knew that was going to line up, right? And the NFL will be playing that thing up till the end of the days for sure. And it'll be fun to watch. I mean, listen, I will be grateful for what Jim Harbaugh did forever for the Michigan football program. It was a memorable season that will never be forgotten. We get to celebrate it for seven more months. Seems like a lot of Michigan fans are ready to jump off a cliff here just a couple weeks after we won it all. There's still a lot of things to be happy and proud of if you're a Michigan fan or former player. And I think there's a lot of things to be excited about going forward with Sharon Moore as the head coach. A lot of things to be excited. Looking ahead to May, we'll have our spring Tullymore Golf Resort Football Summit in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, and we'll talk about more than likely Sharon Moore, how spring ball wet went, and what lies ahead in his first season. Doug, good work as always. You can hear Skeen with Ballas, the Michigan football podcast at thewolverine.com. Safe travels, big man. All right, thanks, Bill. Go Blue. All right, Doug Skeen checking in. On the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, we do have our Honolulu Maize and Blue huge question of the day. What do you think is the future of Michigan football without Harbaugh? That's presented by Coppercraft Distillery. 
You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank, a Michigan-based bank. Your money stays in Michigan, which means they have locations all across Michigan. Answer that question, the future of Michigan football without Harbaugh. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com will join us in our next segment. 40 minutes away from Lomas Brown and Josh Garvey from Dorn Mayhew breaking down Lions and the Niners on Sunday. Lions six and a half point underdog on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. One reminder, text DraftKings, one word, to 21,000 and you will go into the drawing for $1,000 the Wednesday before the Super Bowl that you could use to bet on the big game. 21 and up, just text DraftKings to 21000. And I mentioned Lomas and Josh Garvey in less than 40 minutes on the Lions and the Niners. If you're listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, you can join me for the game Sunday night, 6.30 p.m. at the Garage Bar in Ada. Now, there's a garage bar in downtown GR on Ottawa. The garage bar in Ada is awesome. $2 drafts, $3 well drinks at both locations. You can join me at the garage bar in Ada on Sunday for the Lions and the Niners. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now they're going crazy. The Lions are America's team. So if you want to connect with the official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, the DraftKings Sportsbook, here's what new customers need to do. If you want to get in on that Lions-Niners action for Sunday night, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Bet five bucks on the Lions-Niners or the Chiefs and the Ravens and you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Plus, everyone gets a no-sweat same-game parlay every playoff game day. 
Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers then can bet 5 bucks on the Lions and Niners, Chiefs, or the Ravens, and you'll get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with Code Huge. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Opt-in required. One no-sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in. No-sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualified bet eligibility max reward limits and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms you're listening to the huge show on the michigan sports network show is back live across Michigan on a Thursday broadcast presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. Worldwide headquarters in Troy. Josh heads up the Grand Rapids office here on the west side of the state. He'll join me and Lomas Brown coming up in 30 minutes. We'll break down the Lions and the Niners in the NFC Championship game on Sunday. Later tonight, I'm going to roll across the street in downtown GR to watch the debut match of pro volleyball, women's pro volleyball in the state of Michigan. The Grand Rapids Rise will be playing in downtown GR. I'm hearing they may have 8,000 or more people. Inaugural match. So here's what I have because Superfly couldn't go. He had something come up. I have two tickets. Superfly, two tickets, really good seats. There'll be a buffer seat, and then your two tickets next to me. You know what? I'm going to give somebody all three tickets. I don't need a buffer seat from a listener who wants to bring his daughters or a mom who wants to bring her daughters to the game tonight. I think it's almost sold out. I'm going to do the three tickets, Superfly, okay? And we'll send them to you. You're going to have to be listening in the Grand Rapids area or maybe Lansing on the game 7.30 a.m. with Kathy George, a former MSU volleyball coach, as a head coach. So we'll need your name, email address, and number. Let's take the first caller, really, who can use them. You have to be within an hour. The match starts at 7. Doors open up at 6 at Van Andel Arena. And I'll get you the tickets within the half hour via email. So let's take the first caller who can make it tonight. You'll get three great seats for free, courtesy of the huge show in the Grand Rapids Rise. First caller at 1-866-838-4843 who can use them. All right. First caller who can use them. Three tickets, bring your daughters, your sons play volleyball, whoever. 
You don't get a second chance at a first match in franchise history. Pro Volleyball, the Grand Rapids Rise taking on Columbus tonight downtown GR. First caller, 1-866-838-4843, who can make it out tonight. So you have to be listening. I, I would think on 96.1, the flagship station, maybe the game 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. And enjoy it and use those tickets because I'll be right there. While I'll be hanging out with the press pass, but also sitting down later. This guy hasn't sat down a lot since they got the news last night. Jim Harbaugh is done at Michigan. Now the L.A. Chargers head football coach in the NFL, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joins us. Wanted to get his huge opinion on the Harbaugh era and what lies ahead in the future for Michigan football. How you doing, Anthony? I'm doing well. Uh, they picked a lane, or at least I shouldn't say they picked a lane. Jim Harbaugh picked a lane, and now everyone moves forward, uh, including us at the Wolverines. So we're uh, just ready to to move on to whatever we need to cover next because it's always – there is no rest. There is no putting your feet up. There's always the next thing to cover, and now there's a coaching search, which won't really be a coaching search, but that's where we're at. The big unknown is how much of a drop-off will there be because Harbaugh's gone. There was going to be a drop-off based on losing J.J. and other members of that national championship team. Now with Sharon Moore, and most importantly, that 30-day transfer portal window that opened up today because Harbaugh left. How much of a drop-off do you anticipate in year one and moving forward for Michigan football? Well, like you said, there was going to be that natural drop-off. I mean, they just had the best season in, in the history of the program, 15-0 and national champs, you know, won the last 14 playoffs that there ever will be. Um, now, say, you know, when you look at this roster, assuming most of it stays intact, which I think it will, um, that defense is still elite. We'll see who winds up being their coordinator, but still a ton of guys coming back on that defense offensively. That's where your question marks are. You're going to be breaking in a brand new offensive line, brand new quarterback, uh, you know, at least two new starting wide receivers. And, and some of those guys who will fill those roles might not even be on the roster yet. You know, there's going to be that spring transfer portal window that opens too. So there's going to be a drop off, but I think, you know, I, you can, depending on who sticks around roster wise and coaching staff wise, I really do think there's a path to them still being a really good team next year. You know, anyone who thinks this is going to be like 2008, where you went from Lloyd Carr to Rich Rod, like the, the cupboard is not that bare. And I don't like, obviously that came with huge schematic changes on both sides of the ball too. So I think it will be assuming it is Sharon, which again, you know, you have to add that caveat to it. Um, I, I really can kind of talk myself into them still being, you know, a nine, 10 win team next year with the right set of circumstances, but uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, there's a lot to sort out here uh, now that, uh, that Jim Harbaugh has decided where he'll be next. Even if Harbaugh would have stayed the biggest question mark on this team. And I agree with you. They could be nine and three, 10 and two monster schedule. Nine and three might be more realistic. Even if Harbaugh had stayed, like I mentioned, who is the replacement for JJ McCarthy? And that's not a learn on the job replacement. That's somebody that needs to step in and get the job done from game one. Yeah, and again, we'll see if uh, we'll see if that guy is even on the roster right now. You know, if it were if spring ball started today, you're probably looking at you know Jaden Denegal, Alex Orgy, Jaden Davis, kind of being the, and Davis Warren in there as well, 
kind of being those guys that compete for that gig. And that's not, um, you know, no disrespect to any of those guys. Jaden Davis may be the closest thing to, you know, a true successor to J.J. McCarthy, but he's going to be a true freshman. And that's, unless you're one of those guys that is, you know, a phenom right out of the box, that's, that's tough sailing. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what winds up happening at quarterback. I think, again, given that, you know, there are certainly far more options in the portal after spring ball than there, would, than there are right now. We'll see how they evaluate and move on from there. But, yeah, I mean, it's just going to fundamentally look different. Because um, even if it is a guy like Alex Orgy, he's someone who is, you know, sort of similar to Jalen Milrow type at Alabama. He's not going to be someone that, you know, has the same type of, uh, you know, arm talent. I mean, he does have, you know, he, we've seen him throw. I mean, he, he does have a good arm, a live arm, but the accuracy, the feel for the game, those types of things, they, that's, that's going to take us, you know, an off season worth of rest to kind of hone in. So, I mean, this, this battle is going to be open until the season opener and depending on who's on the roster, maybe beyond that. Yeah. It's not just the player roster. It's the coaching roster on how many coaches Harbaugh takes. And it's not a knock on Sharon Moore, but Man, if you're going through player adjustment or a new quarterback's coming in via transfer portal or new coaches, uh, that's a lot of transition in the offseason. It is a lot of transition. Um, you know, and it's a situation, too, where I think that's why continuity right now is, is so important. And it's not just, you know, this would be one thing if it was two years ago where you just had that one good season in 2021 and then Jim Harbaugh leaves and then you're like, now what? Now, since then... You know, since the Minnesota Vikings, you know, dalliance, you've had a guy in Sharon Moore who every year there's been a little more put on his plate. Um, you know, he's, he's taken on co-offensive coordinator duties. And this year he was the sole offensive coordinator. And then he wound up having to be the head coach for four games and really three, the three most consequential games of the season there at the end of the regular season. So, um, you know, this isn't just like, it's not just the safest pick. I think if he was an offensive coordinator, at any other school, I mean, he's someone that you would probably give consideration to getting this job or at least being in the mix for this job. Michigan just so happens to have him in-house already. So, you know, assuming that he is the guy, which, again, I am going to assume that, and then you can keep most of those key assistants around, keep Ben Herbert around, keep this roster intact. You know, I think you can kind of soften the blow, but operationally it's going to look different and has to look different. Because uh, there is so much change. You're not just going to plug that guy into Harbaugh's role and say, all right, have fun. There you go. It's your program now. The, the, a lot of things are going to have to be enhanced on the margins because um, that's, I think, where he's going to make his mark on this program if he winds up being the guy. Right, and you'll get current assistants who could elevate into coordinator roles. When I'm hearing Harbaugh, or at least the reports that Jay Harbaugh and Mentor would be the two guys to go, I really think that's Jim not rating that coaching staff to help Michigan immediately going into the 2024 season. Yeah. I mean, if I'm, if I'm Michigan right now and I know there's, there's a state law that precludes them from naming, you know, more of the head coach right away. But I think my first order of business is, is whether Jesse Minter goes with Jim Harbaugh or not, he is going to be a candidate for NFL defensive coordinator jobs, whether it be, you know, I know the Packers need one. I think, you know, there are a few other teams. Obviously, the Chargers will need one. 
Um, the Lions could need one, you know, if Aaron Glenn gets a head coaching job. So he's going to be in the mix for that. But I think from a Michigan point of view, I think the highest paid defensive coordinator in college football right now makes around $2.5 million. Uh, I'd be offering Jesse Minter three. And, and if it has to come with some kind of assistant head coach title, whatever, whatever it is, whether he's heading to the NFL or not, it's a scenario similar to Harbaugh where don't let him leave without making your best offer and giving him something to think about. And whether they're able to do that or not, we'll see. I think they have guys on staff that they could certainly elevate us to take on more of a role. But, you know, if you're telling me that out of losing Jim Harbaugh, you kept Sharon Moore in place and maybe Jesse Minter in place for even just one more season, I mean, that would be a huge win for them. But I think that's kind of a pie-in-the-sky scenario right now. But Again, just give him something to think about would be one of my bigger priorities, you know, if I was Michigan's administration. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, latest on Harbaugh. Thanks for your huge opinions, my friend. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right, Anthony Broom checking in. Remember, if you miss any of our huge opinions or interviews, just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Get big savings on Eckridge smoked sausage links for $1.99, heads of lettuce for $0.99 cents each, and Arm & Hammer liquid laundry detergent for $2.99. Get Meyer super sale deals in-store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer super sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top, Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office and etix.com. Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Huge here with my good friend Lomas Brown. It's time to talk about Impact Power Sports, Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart destination on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of GR. And people are coming from everywhere to see the Lomas Lions Yamaha golf cart. And Lomas, I know you love this cart. Oh, my goodness, man. Look, everybody, like you say, is a showstopper. Everybody walks by, they stop, they look at it, it's outfitted with the Lions logos everywhere on it. It's Lions colors. It's made for a big fella like me. Hey, it's all it's all it's cracked up to be huge. Now, Drew told me, Lomas, that they sold six custom Lomas Brown Lions golf carts in three days at the recent Grand Rapids RV show, and he said the Lions Nation going crazy over this cart. Anybody can get the Lions cart uh, made exactly like Lomas, custom designed by Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, north of GR, but they service uh, the entire state. And Lomas, there'll be a couple chances coming up for the fans to meet you and myself at Outdoor Rama in Detroit. At the Suburban Collection Showplace, we'll be back there. That will be the weekend of February 22nd through the 25th. And the Ultimate Outdoor Show in Grand Rapids, March 7th through the 10th. And you'll be there for a time that we'll announce at a later date at the Impact Power Sports booth. So those are pretty cool situations. And what I love, Lomas, is how you interact with all the people that come up to you. Well, it's fun. I mean, it's fun interacting with the people what they're coming to see is that cart. I'm just, I just happen to be standing next to it, but that cart drives their attention there. And we're having fun, man. It's been a great year with the Lions, and it's just been a ride. It just really has been this year. Yeah, you can find out more about those Yamaha golf carts and getting your own custom golf cart for your neighborhood, for your business, for the lake house, uh, for the golf club. Uh, just stop by and see Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. They service the entire state or look for them on Facebook. And also Impact Power Sports is the largest Avaton e-bike dealer in West Michigan. All models are available. Find out more at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford or look for Drew and the Crew at Impact Power Sports on Facebook. They love Lomas. We love Lomas. Lomas, we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks, my good man. We are back on the huge show across Michigan. Lomas Brown, more conversation with him in regards to the Lions and the Niners on Sunday. Josh Garvey was the managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms will also join me in studio. We did drop our Honolulu blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. What is the future of Michigan football now that Harbaugh is gone? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Also, if you want to get into the drawing, you're 21 and up for 1000 bucks to bet on the Super Bowl Courtesy of Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network, text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. Text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. And for new customers, when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you use code HUGE when you sign up, 
you'll be able to bet five bucks on the Lions Sunday and get 200 in free bets instantly. That's by using code HUGE when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and that is for new customers only. And we have the bonus contest for those 21 and up. Text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. That drawing happening the Wednesday before the Super Bowl. And the Lions could be there. All they have to do is beat the Niners on Sunday. We'll talk about that game with Josh Garvey and Lomas Brown next. Big. Bad. Huge. 